We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. There are so many television shows and episodes of television shows we could and should be watching. It's amazing any of us are here right now. It's kind of overwhelming. DVR, on demand. Sometimes I open my Netflix, I'm like, I don't think I can do it. I'm not even going to make a dent here. And I know there's pressure. We all feel it because we've developed excuses for our friends. Like we're dealing with debt collectors. You watch Game of Thrones? I'm a little behind. Uh, Give me a week. My wife had a dumb baby. And it's never ending. You finish that show. Now you have to watch this show. And then you have. No, now I need to learn how to read again. I need to sound out some words and see if I can read. Yeah, hearing the, uh, the recent news about the top shows people are pirating during the pandemic. Yeah. Made me think of that bit from comedian Jim Gaffigan. We'll have that story actually coming up. Also, Kraft is trying to make macaroni and cheese a breakfast food. I'd be all right with that. I mean, isn't it an... All hours of the day food. I'd like to think so. Also, a legal way to get paid for sex. Got the story. It's news that didn't make the news. Jeff and Jen here at Cincinnati's Q102. It's August the 5th. I actually have a typo on your paper there. I just this second realized that as I glanced at my phone. It said August 5th. I just wrote it on my paper. I just looked down. I was like, oh my gosh, I wrote the wrong... It's a raw, it's a typo. You're right. I it's apologize. August 5th. It's right. my fault, not yeah. yours. That's what I get for working too fast over here. That's all right. Well, it is more or less impossible to get everything you want all the time, unless you're super rich or keep your expectations low. And according to a new survey, more than 80% of people say they settle for things that aren't the best, including major things and minor things. So here are the top things. Top 10 things that we settle for. Uh, number 10. I'll work my way backwards. A price we could have negotiated, but didn't. Why not negotiate it? I, I'm horrible at it. Like, you know, when you go, sometimes you go on vacation and you go down one of those like souvenir knickknacky things. Right. Everyone I have ever talked to said that you can barter over those kinds of things. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. not? I mean, look, it doesn't hurt to have. ask. I know. 
like even when they say sometimes when you go to farmers markets, you can also like negotiate prices for that. I just don't want the confrontation. I'll pay it's, the extra. But there's dollar. no confrontation because it, there's like a thousand of those kumquats just down the, yes. like one block away. So I yep. mean, chances are they're going to be willing to work with you. This is what I would do. I would so remember when H H Greg was still around. Yeah. So you know, I'd go to like I go to Best Buy. And I get the best possible price, and then you know you got to figure out like delivery and installation and all that stuff. And then and I'd be like, all right, and this is the best you guys can do. And I go, well, that's the price. I mean, you know, that's the price, that's the price, that's the price. Like, all right, so then I would go to H H Craig, and I'd say, you know, look, this is what I'm looking at. Um, you know, can you work with me on the price here a little bit? Well, we can't work with you on the price, but we can give you free delivery. Great, that's a win. It is a win. Or can you help me on the installation or something? It just seems like a lot. A lot of running around. But it's 200 bucks, though. Exactly. But you're right, though. you got to be willing to put the work in. Yeah. I don't know if I am. (laughs) That's why I have Scott in my life. (laughs) And I understand sometimes time is money. You don't have time to negotiate. But Sometimes I, and, and this is just because of like who I am, but sometimes I feel like, sorry for the other person in those situations i'm like let's just give them the extra dollar for the kumquat like Hmm. you know did you see their shoe i don't know sometimes i just feel like that like i'm like just if we have the dollar can't we just give it to them right i don't know that's how i feel about those like even those knickknacky things that you buy down in cancun or the little kids that are selling the bracelets you really want to haggle over a dollar exactly yeah i get your point that's how i feel about it and i usually won't dollar hhh i am with you absolutely go for that right but do i is it's 50 cents let's just so i was looking for always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Something very specific. So I was looking for a new car. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I won't go into exactly what I bought, but I was looking for something very specific with very specific features. Yeah. And you know what you want in a car. I, I can knew tell you exactly that. what features I wanted. Right. And there weren't any here locally. So I would have either had to order one, order a brand new car from the factory, which would have taken eight to 12 weeks, or I could search the country and try to find what I was looking for. And there were maybe eight in the country that had, you know, the color, the make, the model, the year, and all that stuff that I wanted. And so that's when I started contacting these dealerships in different states. And, you know, they respond immediately because they want your business. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it was fascinating to me how there was this one dealership I was dealing with in North Carolina. I was all set to buy the car from them. And then they throw all these hidden charges at me. And I get, you know, they're trying to make money and they're trying to come up with ways to, you know, pad their pockets. And that's fine. It's business. I get it. But I said, I'm not paying that. Like they were. 
they were just these made up fees. Like, yeah, uh, we had that you know, too. The administration fee. Okay, I get yeah. it. There's there's a certain cost of doing business, and you know there's tax, tag, and title, and there are certain th- destination charges and certain things that can't necessarily be avoided. But these guys down in North Carolina, they were padding it big time. And I'm asking for an explanation on these charges. And instead of giving me an explanation on what they were for, their response would be, well, here in the state of North Carolina, the law allows us to charge up to this amount. Yeah. That's not the point. That's not what I asked you. Right. And so ultimately I ended up. But your payment's only $5.99 a month. And you're like, okay, I understand. But where are you getting all those numbers? Right. And uh, so I said, look, these are add-on fees that I think are unreasonable. And I'm just, I'm not going to pay them. And they were like, well, that's the price, the price. So I'm like, okay, well, thank okay, you. I'm, I'm walking away. And I uh, enter, and then I, and then I found a service loaner. So it had some miles on it, mm-hmm. but it had everything I wanted right here in town. Oh, excellent. And so I reached out to this dealership. I contacted them. I talked to them. They were fantastic. Clear communication. Very transparent. We're clear on what was what was what was what. And we did the deal. And of course, like the next day, I hear from this uh, dealership in North Carolina. Let's talk. Let's read, you know, we'll, we'll let all these fees go. Let's just do this deal. And Is, you were like, no, I'm already driving in my new car that I bought from someone yeah, else. Sorry, yeah, sorry, man. That ship had already sailed. So, but it was the end of the month. And I think, you know, that was maybe part of their strategy was they oh, were going to like wait until or something. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe they get a little more desperate, make closer to the end of the month. I don't know how it works, but it just, yeah. it just seemed fishy to me. The whole thing just felt wrong. And so I walked, I, I walked and I'm really happy with, you know, what I ended up with and who I did business with. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just stingy like that. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I wouldn't say cheap. I just don't want to get ripped off. That's yeah. the thing. But that's what makes you like good at this negotiation thing. Like you don't mind putting in the time. You don't mind walking away. You don't mind, you know, cause you know what you want, you know what price you want to pay and you're willing to go after it. It's got to be realistic. Like are a pushover that's like, well, we might as well just pay the extra $200. What's a fee? We really want the car. But there are too many people out there who want your business that will be willing to work with you. Mm-hmm. And you're right. You got to be willing to walk away. And I'm not going to be realistic about it. I'm not trying to rip anybody off either. But yeah. you know, if, if I think something is reasonable or I know what you know the average price is for something that people are normally willing to pay for something and I got a guy over here that's trying to rip me off, I'm of course I'm going to shop around. Right. But uh, but that's what we do. We often settle for whether it be f- through fear of confrontation or we're just so emotional. We're, we just feel like we don't have better options. And so we'll just take what we can get. And that's what sometimes happens. Mm-hmm. We'll settle for a price we could have negotiated but didn't. Uh, what else? What other things do we just settle for? Clothing brands. Yeah, so you know if it's if it's just as good, it's high quality. Yeah, see, I and I feel different about this too, and it's probably because I'm a little more frugal. But I would rather pay, you know, nineteen dollars for a pair of jeans versus a hundred and nineteen dollars, and just buy more jeans versus having one pair of really awesome jeans. It's going to last me a while. Like Jen is always one of those people when it comes to clothing. That's like you get what you pay for, and I'm like, yeah, but I'm fine with paying. Having four pairs of jeans versus one. I agree that you get what you pay for. 
But I guess my question is, if I am going to spend the extra money, how long will it really last? Right. And this less expensive pair of jeans or shoes, you know, if, if it's a good quality brand, I think I can get a lot of mileage out of it. I'd rather pay $140 than, you know, 700 or something ridiculous uh, yeah. for, the, for the name brand. Cheaper restaurants... I guess that depends. I do a lot of mom and pops, man. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Sure. Relatively inexpensive. There's a new place that, so when I go home from work every day, I drive through Miami town. Like that's the way I go. I take 74 to 275 and get off in Miami town. And there's this new little place that opened. I don't know when it opened, but I just noticed yesterday. It's called Ari and Mia's. And mm. it just looks like this little tiny mom and pop place. And I always see like people sitting outside. They have like these cute little tables and it's almost in like a nook. And the only reason I saw it was because I was sitting at the red light yesterday waiting to go. And I'm like, what is that place? So we should maybe check it out or something. I would love that. Ari and Mia's. I don't know anything about it. So I got to look it up. I don't even know what kind of food they serve, but it just looks like a really cute mom and pop kind of place. We still got to hit Dayton. Yeah. I know. We're going you know on the list. When's that happen? <laughs> next week. We will go. I will make it a point to go next week. I'm going to send him a note right now. You got to wait for this one to get back? I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you guys went without me, I'd be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Especially if you ate fried chicken without me. Oh, get yeah. out of my life. I could do it and just not tell you. I mean, that might be, cause me to like break up. And then act like the time we were going was the first time. That would be a lie because they would be like, oh, hey, Jeff, you set the world record for fried chicken eating the last time you were here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've never seen you before in my life. I'm sorry. Jeff Hill. My name is Michael. Uh, let's see. Grocery store brand foods instead of name brands. Yeah, we. but that's not settling to me. I actually find some of those brands are much better. Totally agree. Um, this is kind of sad. On the list of top 10 things we sell for, number six, our partner. Oh, that is kind of sad. Hell no. Not doing that again. <laughs> you know, we've all done it in the past. Yeah. Life is too short. What if you're the partner? I might be. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. Uh, friends, uh, the car you're driving, the house we live in. The job we have and your salary. So there you go. The top 10 things we sell for. Salary is at the very top of the list. Number one. And speaking of what you do, speaking of your job right now, this is interesting. People on Reddit are describing what they do for a living, but as a crime. And here are some of the best examples. We have this on our Facebook page too, right? We do, yeah. We have it up on our Facebook page. I don't know. I haven't checked in to see if anyone has written anything on there yet. I got to see this. Yeah. But I was I was trying to think about our job. So how would you describe being a radio personality, but as a crime? As a crime? I don't know. I got to think about that. Yeah. I mean, it's getting really good. Some of the stuff on Facebook. I mean, I do feel a little guilty for having so much fun at a job and getting paid for it, you know kind of feels like stealing to me in a way some days but yeah i don't know i gotta think about that all right so here are some of the best examples people on reddit discussing what they do for a living but as a crime uh one guy said i drive fast and i disregard the rules of my road 
I break into people's homes, and I cause immense water damage. And then afterward, I tear down their ceilings and drywall and leave without cleaning anything up. What is that job? Like a remodeler? That is a firefighter. Oh. Yeah, I'm not good at this. All right. Without looking. I help people circumvent (laughs) copyright by getting them loads of free books, DVDs, CDs, games, and any other media that's come out in the last hundred years. Librarian. That's a librarian. Yeah, I got that one. Uh, Here's another one. I force children to stay in a small room to do paperwork without paying them. Oh, teacher? That's a teacher. (laughs) Katie wrote on our Facebook page, she's also a teacher, she says, I torture kids for eight hours a day by taking away their phones and blowing their minds with knowledge. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, Let's see. I like uh, what Jessica said. Jessica said, I help cut you open and remove body parts. Then I sew you back up, leaving minimal evidence. (laughs) That's pretty good. Shauna says, I'm a porch pirate. Oh, she probably Amazon delivery or something. Well, I would think that'd be the other way around, wouldn't it? Yeah. Cheryl, I sell drugs every day. Pharmacist? Yeah. Yeah. That's what somebody else on Reddit said. Uh, I'm a drug dealer. And that could also be someone who works at a nutritional supplement store. Yeah. These are good. It's it's fun trying to like figure out what people do. I'm enjoying these. People pay me decent money to make scolding hot drinks for them to drink. Sweet. <laughs> Thank you, Janie. <laughs> uh, Ryan, I come into people's houses when they're out of town and make myself at home. <laughs> House sitter? No. No. I just rob people. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. These are pretty good. If you want to join the conversation, uh, go to our Facebook page. You can like us on Facebook. Hopefully you have by now. We are Jeff and Jen on Q102 on Facebook. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.